When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Go to ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Divinity Life Podcast. I pray that you're all doing well today and that this finds you standing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I came to drop another word for you today here. Um, I'm just going to um, uh, give you a few scriptures here that the Lord dropped in my spirit uh, between last night and this morning. And um, hopefully this will uh, shed some light and give some understanding on uh, what his movements are uh, in the earth uh, right now, uh, what he's doing and um, who is being affected and what the end result will be. Amen. So uh, hopefully this will paint a clearer picture uh, for you in your, in your, in your mind, in your heart, and also give you, uh, give you some hope and give you encouragement uh, for the time to come. Amen. So we're just going to pray quickly and we're going to jump right into the word. I pray that you're able to access your Bible, your Bible. If you're able to access your Bible, uh, then you can highlight and underline uh, some key things here in the scripture. If not, uh, then, you know, if you, uh, if you have a pen and pad, you can jot down these scriptures or uh, maybe perhaps highlight them on your phone. If you have a Bible app on your phone as well. Um, I love the scriptures. I love to turn the pages of the book. Um, it is our living bread. It is our living bread. Well, the word um, manifested in us, the word that has become flesh is uh, is our living bread as well. Amen. So we are to become Uh, the living bread, and many of us have become the living bread, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory. Uh, So uh, yes, let's just jump into a word of prayer. Father, we just want to thank you and give you praise for this time that you are bringing us together to uh, share in your word today, Father, to hear from you, to hear your voice today. Speak to us, Holy Spirit of the living God. Bless each and every one of us with ears to hear clearly and precisely with clarity what your Holy Spirit is saying to to each one of us individually and collectively as the body of Christ. I pray, Father God, that you uh, will anoint my lips of clay, put your words in my mouth, God, that when I speak, they will hear your word and not my own. In Jesus' mighty name, let your face be seen, O Father God, and let your voice be heard. And I take authority over the prince and the power of the air that no other voice will be able to speak. We shut down every lying spirit, every whispering voice, every spirit of seduction and deception every spirit of opposition, every spirit of distraction, and every spirit of confusion. I command and release the spirit of peace, and I command peace to be still over each and every heart, over each and every mind. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, let a stillness come upon your people, and let it rest upon your people. In Jesus' mighty name, let this word be sown upon good ground and let us receive gladly your word, O Father God, which is able to deliver our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so uh, yeah, the first scripture that we're going to be looking at today is uh, Zephaniah. We're going to the Minor Prophets. Uh, I have been studying all through uh, the books of the Minor Prophets. Um, and also uh, the book of Isaiah and Jeremiah. The Lord has had me in these books, and um, I, I, I praise God for that because um, 
You know, we see a repeated pattern, a repeated pattern um, by which we can um, be hopeful. We can be hopeful uh, in the Lord. We can place our faith in the fact that um, the end of a thing is greater than that, than the beginning thereof. Amen. The end of a thing is so much greater than the beginning thereof. And so, um, yes, we want to uh, be encouraged because, you know, um, God is not uh, trying to destroy us uh, unless we refuse to return unto him, unless we refuse to return unto him. So we we don't want to be found refusing the instruction of the Lord. Amen. In such a crucial moment. Amen. So let's look at Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Uh, and we're going to look at um, a few scriptures in Zephaniah here. Uh, chapter one, uh, first of all, chapter one and uh, verse 11. Uh, Zephaniah, I'm going to give you a little backstory here on Zephaniah just for your understanding. Zephaniah was the great, great grandson of uh, King Hezekiah. He was uh, of the royal uh, of royal lineage, of course, you know, uh, because he was the great, great grandson of a king. Um, And um, uh, therefore, you know, uh, his message or his rebuke was to the princes and the nobles um, at that time. You know, so um, he's talking about um, uh, the whole purpose of his uh, of his prophecy is. uh, is to what the day of the Lord will mean to the ungodly, uh, to the world powers and to the remnant, to the remnant of God. Amen. So what the day of the Lord will mean to the ungodly or ungodly Judah. And at that time it was Judah, um, what it means to the world powers, the world system, and also to the to the godly remnant, the remnant of God. As I mentioned before, you know, um, all Israel is not Israel. The Lord said that though Israel be as the sands of the sea, that only a remnant, a remnant shall be saved. Amen. So there is a remnant, uh, which is also known as Zion or the true body of Christ, the true bride of Christ. In other words, the true bride of Christ, the bride of Christ that will be presented unto him at his return uh, as a bride without spot, wrinkle or blemish. Uh, I will tell you the easiest way to detect the difference between the bride of Christ, the the, the true church, and um, and the the false church. Um, <clears throat> the difference there is the Bible says that you know a tree by the fruit that it bears. Amen. So wherever there is the fruit of the spirit, then you will you will know that this this is the um, authentic bride of Christ. Amen. She bears the fruit of the spirit and also she bears the marks of Christ. And she also bears the authority and the power and the dominion of Christ. Amen. So if, so this church church carries the power of God, amen, not just the letter, not just a word, but the power of God, uh, the manifestation 
of his power. Amen. So in this type of church, you will see signs, wonders, and miracles following the faith that is in the hearts of this people. Amen. Following the word that is in the mouth of this people. Amen. And it's not a, I'm not speaking of a particular church building or even a group of church buildings. I'm talking about individuals who belong to the Lord, who are truly married to the Lord Christ Jesus. Amen. This is the bride of Christ and you should see the fruit of the spirit on that tree. Amen. Love, joy, peace, uh, gentleness, meekness, long suffering, um, all of the fruit of the spirit, temperance against and, and all things against such as are no law. Amen. Um, so you're going to see the fruit of the spirit. Amen. This is how we are able to tell the difference. This is how we are able to discern the difference. Look for the fruit. Look for the fruit. Amen. So Zephaniah uh, chapter one. And uh, we're going to look here at um, verse 11. We'll start at verse 11. It says, how ye inhabitants of Maktesh for for all the merchant people are cut down. And they that bear silver are cut off and it shall come to pass at that time that I will search Jerusalem with candles and punish the men that are settled on the lees that say in their heart, the Lord will not do good. Neither will he do evil. Therefore, their goods shall become a booty and their houses a desolation. And they shall also build houses, but not inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards, but not drink the wine thereof. Amen. Uh, the Bible says that the wealth, Proverbs 13, uh, 22 says that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. So remember that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Amen. All right. So let's look at verse 14 here. It says the great day of the Lord. Now, many are out here talking about, um, you know, the end time judgment and the day of the Lord, etc. cetera. Uh, many of these are also false prophets. So we have to be careful. That's why we need to be able to uh, exercise discernment. Don't just listen to, to everyone that you hear or, you know, receive every word uh, that is out there because there are many false prophets that are gone out into the world. Amen. Uh, verse 14, it says the great day of the Lord is near. It is near. Amen. Remember, one day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as one day. OK, so hopefully that will help you. Uh, the great day of the Lord is near. It is near and hasteth greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the voice of the day of the Lord. Amen. Uh, the mighty man shall cry there bitterly. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high towers. And I will bring distress upon men that they 
shall walk like blind men because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood shall be poured out as dust and their flesh as the dung. Neither shall silver, neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy, for he shall make even a speedy riddance of all them that dwell in the land. Amen. So um, this is the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is a day of darkness. It is a day of gloom. It is a day of desolation. Amen. Even thick darkness. And in the midst of this darkness, you will hear the trumpets begin to blow and you will hear the alarm uh, begin to ring against the fence cities and against the high towers. Amen. These are the marks of the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. We are living in that day. Okay. We are living in that day. Yet the end is not come, but we are living in that day. Amen. Um, So know that the end is near, but we are living in the day of the Lord right now. The great day of the Lord. It says it is near. It is near and hasteth greatly. This was uh, in the day of Zephaniah. Um, And I want to tell you the day of the Lord. We are in that day. Amen. So um, we have to be wise to uh, number our days, uh, you know, and to uh, apply our hearts unto wisdom. Amen. Um, so let's look here at chapter two. You're going to look at um, chapter two, starting at verse one. It says, gather yourselves together. Yea, gather together. O nation, not desired. Before the decree, bring forth, before the day pass as the shaft, before the fierce anger of the Lord is come upon you, before the day of the Lord's anger come upon you, seek ye the Lord, all ye meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment, seek righteousness, seek meekness, it may be you shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. Amen. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Go to ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. So there's a warning here. Now we're going to look at the judgment on the nations. And then we're going to look at the judgment on the house of God. Okay. Verse four, for Gaza shall be forsaken and Ashkelon a desolation. They shall drive out Ashdod as the noonday and Ekron shall be rooted up. Woe to the inhabitants of the seacoast, the nation of the Cherethites. The word of the Lord is against you, O Canaan, the land of the Philistines. I will even destroy thee, that there shall be no inhabitant. And the seacoast shall be dwellings and cottages for shepherds and flocks 
and folds for flocks, and the coast shall be for the remnant of the house of Judah. They shall feed their thereupon in the houses of Ashkelon. These are idols, okay? Uh, they shall lie down in the evening, for the Lord their God shall visit them and turn away their captivity. So that's saying that, um, once again, basically, that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. God is judging uh, these uh, pagan and idolatrous nations, and um, he says that the remnant uh, the coast uh, that, you know, their, their coast or their place of dwellings shall be for the remnant of the house of Judah, that the remnant shall feed themselves thereupon. And in the houses of these uh, pagan idols, the remnant shall lie down in the evening and the Lord uh, shall visit us and turn our captivity. Amen. So he's giving it over to us. Amen. And we're, of course, you know, uh, going to destroy those idols and build the house of the Lord. Amen. Build the temple of the Lord in there, um, in every dwelling. It, uh, verse eight says, I have heard the reproach of Moab and the revilings of the children of Amen, whereby they have reproached my people and magnified themselves against their border. Therefore, as I live, saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, surely Moab shall be as Sodom and the children of Ammon as Gomorrah, even the breeding of nettles and salt pits and a perpetual desolation. The residue of my people shall spoil them. And the remnant of my people shall possess them. This shall they have for their pride because they have reproached and magnified themselves against the people of the Lord of hosts. The Lord will be terrible unto them for he will famish all the gods of the earth and men shall worship him. Everyone from his place, even all the isles of the heathen. Amen. So. This is uh, the judgment on the nations. This is what is taking place in the process of time even now. Judgment on the nations, okay? So let's look, and this is talking about the systems of the world now. This is what we're looking at. The systems of the world be, are being brought into judgment. Um, but they are also being used to correct the house of Judah to correct the house of Judah. Amen. They're being used to correct God's people. Amen. So let's look at chapter three, Zephaniah chapter three, verse one. It says, woe to her that is filthy. This is judgment on the house of God. Woe to her that is filthy and polluted to the oppressing city. Yes, oppression is happening in the house of God as well. Like I told you before, she obeyed not the voice. She received not correction. She trusted not in the Lord. She drew not near to her God. When we don't draw near to God, when we don't live near or close to God or walk with God, then we are not trusting in him. We're trusting in the arm of flesh. Amen. So that is what that means. Verse three, her princes within her are roaring lions. Her judges are evening wolves. They gnaw not the bones till the morrow. Her prophets are light and treacherous persons. Light 
Do you know what that word light means there? The word light means uh, insolent and treacherous persons. Her priests have polluted the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. The just Lord is in the midst thereof. He will not do iniquity. Every morning doeth he bring his judgment to light. He faileth not, but the unjust knoweth no shame. I have cut off the nations. Their towers are desolate. I have made their streets waste that none passeth by. Their cities are destroyed so that there is no man, that there is none inhabitant. I said, surely thou will fear me that thou will receive instruction so their dwelling should not be cut off. Howsoever, the word howsoever means um, despite everything, uh, despite everything I did, amen, despite, in, despite all the ways that I punished her, right? Howsoever I punished them, but they rose early and corrupted all their doings. Now, this is again talking about the house of God. Verse 8, therefore, wait upon me, saith the Lord, until the day that I rise up to the prey, for my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them my indignation, even all my fierce anger, for the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. For then will I turn to the people a pure language that they may all call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. Amen. With one accord. In other words, verse 10. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my suppliants, which means worshipers, even the daughter of my dispersed shall bring uh, shall bring my offering in that day. Shall thou not be ashamed for all thy doings, wherein thou hast transgressed against me? <clears throat> for then I will take away out of the midst of thee them that rejoice in thy pride, and thou shalt no more be haughty because of my holy mountain. I will also leave in the midst of thee an afflicted and poor people, and they shall trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel shall do no iniquity, nor speak lies. Neither shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth, for they shall feed and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. After the correction, after the judgment, there will be restoration. God will restore as he's always done, as he's always done. God is love and everything that he does, even when he's manifesting as a, as a bloody man, as a war, as a, uh, a mighty man of war, as the Lord of hosts, as an all consuming fire, as an, as a, as a judge in the earth, Yet his judgments are righteous because he doeth these things for love. He is a jealous lover. He is a jealous lover. Amen. He is a reckless lover. This is what we must know and understand about God. We ignore this fact about God and we also ignore the fact that he is sovereign. That means that Everything that we see happening 
It is God. It is God. He is the one doing it. He's the one doing it. He's the one shutting down that worship temporarily in those houses over there in uh, California. He's the one shutting down these churches all over America temporarily. It is temporary, but God is nonetheless responsible. It is God. It's the Lord who's doing it. We cannot give credit or give the glory to, to the devil because he's just a fool and a tool in the hand of God. Amen. Let's look at our next scripture. Jeremiah 22. Now it's going to get real intense for a moment, but we're going to be all right. But this is what is going on. And this is what God has to say about it. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 22. This is what God has to say about it. Not what man has to say. Bear with me just a moment. Okay. Jeremiah chapter 23. Verse 16. We're going to read 16 uh, through 32. It says, thus saith the Lord of hosts. That's who's speaking. The Lord of hosts. Hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you that make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. Now that word vain there means worthless. Okay. Uh, they speak out of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. Pay attention. 17. They say still unto them that despise me. That word still there, I'm in the King James Version. That word still means continue or just continue on as you were. Amen. It also means peace. Okay. So they say continue unto them that despise me. The Lord had said, you shall have peace. So they're telling these people, you shall have peace. But this is a people that despise God. And let me tell you how they despise God. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, that no evil shall come upon you. So when we walk after the imagination of our own heart and not after the word of God, then we are despising him because we're despising his word and his counsel. Amen. So we have prophets out here, preachers out here standing up in their pulpits and releasing a word of peace and a word of uh, comfort to a people who walk after the imagination of their own heart. They're, they're releasing a blanket word over the people, yet they're not warning the people. You see, a true prophet will warn the people, will warn the people. Amen. But they're not warning the people, yet they speak peace. Continue on or as you were. Amen. Business as usual. But the Lord said, for who had stepped? For who has stood in the counsel of the Lord and, and perceived and heard his word? Did you go into the word of the Lord 
uh, to get a word for this people? Did you consult the Lord to get a word for this people? Because if you did, then that would be a word of warning, a word of correction, and a word of blessing. And a word of blessing and peace. If they what? Obey the warning. Heed the warning. Obey the voice. Obey his word and his counsel. Amen. It says, for who has stood in the counsel of the Lord and have perceived and heard his word? Who has marked his word and heard it? Who? Who is listening for the word of the Lord? Who heard it? Who heard it? Who heard it? Did you hear his voice? Or are you speaking out of the imagination of your own heart? This is what the Lord is saying. Verse 19, it says, Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord is is gone forth in fury. Even a grievous whirlwind, whirlwind means destruction. It shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord shall not return until he hath executed, until he hath performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, you shall consider it perfectly. We're living in the latter days. Are you considering The Lord says, are we considering now? You know, we're trying to rebuild. We're trying to reopen. We're trying to have church. We're trying to gather the people. But are we considering? Are we examining ourselves? Are we examining the foundation that we are calling this people to stand on? Are we examining the word that we have for this people or what we have to present to this people when we gather them into into the house of God? We're going after souls. But what are we bringing the souls into? Are we bringing them into the knowledge of the truth? Are we bringing them into the purpose and plan of God for their lives? Are we bringing them to Christ Jesus, who is both a lion and a lamb? Or are we just bringing them to the lamb? Are we bringing them to us or are we bringing them to Jesus? The Lord says, consider. Amen. Verse 22 excuse me, verse 21, they shall consider it perfectly. Verse 21, it says, I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. See, if you're not turning a a people away from their evil doings and you're never correcting or exposing uh, the, the, the devil that's at work in their life, you're helping to hide that demonic spirit in their life. Demons are to be exposed and cast out according to Jesus. He said, cast the devil out. He didn't say hide hide them or cover them or speak peace to them. He said, cast them out. 
So it says again, but if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then, then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God far off? Am I a God at hand, a God who is nigh, and not a God who is afar off? God is not afar off. He's nigh. He's asking you, do you not believe that I'm nigh? Do you not believe that I am watching you? Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. Verse 24. It says, can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him? Saith the Lord, do not I feel heaven and earth? saith the Lord. Here's another issue. I have heard what the prophet said that prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, which, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor. And as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. Now these prophets are telling people that they have dreamed that God gave them a dream and God gave them a dream, but they are speaking according to what is in their own hearts because they are thinking in their heart to cause my people to forget my name. Amen. That's how you know it's a false dream. When if you're not bringing a people when you're not bringing a people to God, then you're causing the people to forget God and worship something else. In this case, Baal. Okay? Verse 28. The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream, and he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? God's word is like a fire. It consumes. It consumes everything that is that is contrary to his nature. God's word is like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. God's word, the word of the Lord. Is a, it's not a smooth word that tickles your ears. It is a word that brings you to perfection by fire and by hammer. He hammers the rock. That heart that you have is a stony heart. God has to break the stony heart and give us a heart of flesh. Amen. See, we, we want to come to God and we come to church and we dress up and, you know, put on our Sunday best and paint our faces up and put them wigs and stuff on and, you know, our, our, our best Sunday shoes and, and suits and stuff. But 
you know, we think because we're sitting there looking so beautiful on the outside that we are also clean on the inside. But the reason that we come to hear the word of the Lord is so that we can become clean on the inside. Because God doesn't look at the outward appearance. He's not looking at your suit. He's not looking at your dress. He's not looking at your shoes. He's looking at your heart. Amen. So verse 30, therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Oh, wait a minute. Spiritual plagiarism. You cannot take somebody else's message that God gave to them. God gave them the message and gave them the word. Instead of going into the presence of God and lingering until you receive a word from the Lord, you want to take a message from someone else that God gave a word to. But God has not spoken to you. He spoke to that person, but he did not speak to you. In other words, you need your own word from the Lord and you need your own message to minister. Because God made us individual and unique for a reason. He gave you your own individual calling and gifting for a reason. And he will give you your own individual word message for his people. We got to stop stealing words from other people. We have to stop stealing messages from other other people and, and go in and, and get a word from the Lord. Get a word from, from the Lord for yourself. Amen. See, we're not authentic. We're a copy and paste generation. A copy and paste church. Oh, we look over there and see what they're doing. Okay, we're going to do that too. What if God didn't tell us to do that? What if that their assignment is different from the assignment that's on our our church or our ministry individually? No more copy paste, no more spiritual plagiarism. Verse 31, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he saith, behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness. Yet I sent them not nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. So all these social media, Facebook, YouTube prophets, that are out here prophesying uh, and speaking and giving false dreams and saying that they saw God and they heard this and they heard that and everything they say, they say, well, the Lord told me, the Lord showed me, the Lord gave me and the Lord did not give it to you. This is who he's speaking to. They caused my people to err by their lies. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. You are not profiting God's people at all, saith the Lord. I want to say something right here. 
This is another way that you can tell the difference between a false prophet or a false prophecy and a true prophet or a true word of prophecy. Because you don't have to be a prophet to prophesy or prophesy lie. Now, the word of the true prophet is futuristic. A true prophecy is futuristic in nature. It is spiritual foresight, not hindsight. What do we see now? We see people coming out the woodworks now. After the, this whole pandemic, we hear everybody saying that they heard the Lord say, and they saw it in a dream, and God said this, and God said that. And, and half of them, the Lord has not spoken to them. You know, why are we just now hearing from you after this thing, this whole thing went down? Because prophecy is supposed to be futuristic. It is futuristic in nature. The whole purpose is to prepare the people, to warn the people. So, you know, this, this is what we're talking about. Now, over a year ago, um, I was standing in my, uh, in my home church and, um, I was uh, I was leading a moment. I don't remember if I was leading a moment of intercession or I was leading the MC moment. It was a Sunday morning, and um, the Lord said through me. Yes, the Lord said through me. You see, another way that you can tell is that false prophets are braggadocious. They like to say, "Well, you know, I know what I was talking about. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you this is gonna happen? Didn't I tell you that?" No. True servants of God, we make our boast in the Lord. So the Lord said through my mouth, the Lord said unto me that church as you know it shall be no more. It's on video. It is recorded. He said, church as you know it. This is what I said to the people. Through the spirit of God. He said church as you know it shall be no more. Playtime is over. Play church is over. He uttered it several times. While I was standing there before, the, before that people that day. And sure enough. We saw this whole thing come to pass. Not only that. But the dreams that God gave me. Over a year ago, we're standing in the manifestation of it now. When the Lord gave me the dream concerning the horse leech, and I uploaded it on my uh, on my podcast channel. Um, however, I did delete that recording, but I still have the recording, and it's dated. <laughs> so we have to look at the timestamp on things too, you know, before you walk around trying to call somebody, you know, a false prophet. Okay, and this was the dream that the Lord gave me concerning the horse leech, saying that he was getting ready to judge, that judgment is about to come upon the oppressors, the world, the, the oppressors of the world system, and also in the church, the religious system. 
He said, he's getting ready to judge those systems because they have oppressed my people long enough. And if you uh, want to hear more about that, uh, perhaps you can go back into um, my history of recordings here and pull that video or that episode called The Horse Leech. Everything is there. So, you know, this is uh, this is something, you know, another way that you can tell the real from the counterfeit. OK, so this is what the Lord is saying. Now we have all these people out here saying that the Lord said to me and the Lord said to me and many of them, the Lord didn't say anything to them. Amen. So now we're going to look at the next scripture, which is Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55. I'm almost done. Starting at verse one, it says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? Why are you spending your money for that which is not bread? It is not bread. It is not feeding you. It is not making you strong. Where, wherefore or why do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfieth not your labor. Hearken diligently unto me and eat ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Okay. So this is saying delight yourself uh, in the Lord. It says uh, hearken diligently or listen. That word hearken means listen diligently unto me. And eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Fatness. Amen. So God wants some fat on those bones. He wants some meat on those bones. Amen. And and um, he's saying in verse 1 here, buy wine and milk without money and without price. So you can get this wine, and you can get this milk, and you can get this bread, Without money and without price, the gospel is free. The word of the Lord is free. Jesus never charged anybody to give them a word. Jesus never charged anyone to come and listen to him speak. Jesus never charged anyone for a conference. In fact, there was nothing to even confer about. All this stuff that we got going on out here, just running the people to and fro, here, there, everywhere, register fee, fly here, plane ticket, drive there, out of town, next city, go, 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 go. And guess what? The Bible says there is still a famine for the hearing of the word of the Lord. Jesus said, don't follow them. They're saying Jesus is over here. I, they're saying I'm over there. I'm over here. He said, don't follow them. He said, don't follow them. 
<laughs> do we really want the ministry of Jesus or do we want to build our own ministry? Are we building the ministry of Jesus? Are we pushing the agenda of Jesus or are we pushing our own agenda? This is what God wants to know. In the spirit of love, I ask you this question. Whose agenda are we pushing? Whose agenda are we pushing? Verse three, it says, incline your ear and come unto me. Hear and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Even the sure mercies of David, even the sure mercies of David. Amen. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. David was a mighty man of war. He never lost a battle. He had zeal for God that was according to knowledge. Problem with us, we have zeal without knowledge. Yeah, he said, yeah, Apostle Paul said, I bear witness of you that you have the you have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. You don't, in other words, you don't even know what you're doing. You have not learned how to do this. You have not learned how to war. You have not learned your, your craft. You need to learn your craft. You need to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Get the knowledge of the truth. Be filled with the knowledge of my will, saith the Lord, so that you can have zeal that is truly according to that knowledge. Amen. It says, behold, uh, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew thee not shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Verse 6, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. You know what the word wicked means? Another meaning for the word wicked means weak. It means weak, watered down, weak, uh, frail. But God wants to make his strength perfect in our weakness. Have you ever seen a wicker chair? That's where that, that, that comes from. It comes from the word wick or wicked or weak. The wick of a candle is flexible. It's flexible. It is not the light. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Stop here for a minute. This is why the Lord has been saying to us, we cannot remain earth dwellers because his thoughts and his ways are higher 
than the earth. See, in the earth realm, we can only see and speak according to what we see happening around us. But in the heavens, we or heaven, heaven, yes, in heaven, we can we see everything. In heaven, we see all things. And people may want to say, oh, well, you being, you know, that's that's not humility. You being uh, you being proud. You think you so high and mighty. No, the devil is a lie. I know what the word says. Ephesians tells me that I am seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus far above all. Amen. And so are you. But you don't realize it. You're not in tune with the spirit of God that lives in you. May your spirit be awakened today. May your spirit be awakened to the truth today of who you are and who he truly is. Amen. God is speaking to churches. This word is not to any individual. He's speaking to churches. He's speaking to the body. He's speaking to the body. And he's saying, all of this nonsense, this new age stuff that's being preached and ministered out of the earth realm, these words that are sensual, they only affect your senses. They only affect your flesh, your emotions, your life in the physical, but they are not training you in the spiritual. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. And with Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. You'll get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage on the most reliable network with Xfinity Mobile. Plus, for a limited time, ask how to get $400 off an eligible Samsung 5G phone. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. Samsung offer ends 915. 5G only in parts of select cities. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. They are not training you for war. They are not preparing you for the day of the Lord. They are not warning the people. They're not preparing the people. This is the problem that the Lord has with his leaders, with these churches. We're just entertainment centers. We just come to gather. We're just gathering, gathering places like a community center. Like the YMCA, God doesn't need more YMCAs. He needs the real church to stand up and be the church. Verse 10, it says, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep pushing you. The Lord says, I'm going to keep pushing you and I'm going to keep sending my messengers to provoke you unto good works. This is a message of provocation to provoke you unto good works. Amen. Yeah, we're going to keep pushing. 
the Lord's agenda. We're going to keep pushing the kingdom to provoke one another unto good works. God works. Amen. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. It's not the word of the Lord if it does not prosper. It's not the word of the Lord if it does not accomplish. It's not the word of the Lord if it returns void or empty. We make so many plans. We make so many projects. We do so many things with so little results. But God said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Verse 12, for you shall go out with joy, be encouraged in the word of correction, be encouraged in the word of truth, be encouraged in the love of God and may the peaceable fruits of righteousness come forth and manifest in each and every one of our lives. In Jesus name. Now be encouraged. Verse 12 says, for you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree and it shall be to the Lord for a name for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. 56. Thus saith the Lord, keep ye judgment and do justice for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man that doeth this and the son of man that layeth hold on it, that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it, and keepeth his hand from doing any evil. Okay. That keepeth the Sabbath. That keepeth the Sabbath. What is that saying? That keepeth from defiling the Sabbath and from polluting it. Keep that in mind, okay? We're going to keep moving. And keepeth his hand from doing any evil. Neither let the son of the stranger or the foreigner that hath joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord hath utterly separated me from his people. Neither let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For thus saith the Lord unto the eunuchs that keep my Sabbaths and choose the things that please me and take hold of my covenant. Even unto them will I give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than of sons and of daughters. 
and I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. A name better than sons and daughters. Are you seeing this? He's speaking to the eunuchs that keep his Sabbaths. He's speaking about the Sabbath. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Amen. Now, this is something that, you know, is controversial because 99% of our churches in America are uh, Sunday, you know, Sunday worshiping churches. We worship on Sunday which is the day of the sun God, not the day of the living God. Because the living God, the true and living God, our God, said that on the seventh day he rested. And then he told us to remember the seventh day or remember the Sabbath day. The true Sabbath day is the seventh day, which is Saturday. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Amen. Jesus worshiped on the Sabbath. He rose on a Sunday, yes, but he worshiped on the Sabbath. He went into the temple on the Sabbath day. He kept the Sabbath day. Amen. And he was the fulfillment of the law, by the way. So we can't say that this is just Old Testament law. Jesus was the fulfillment of the law. He said, I'm not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Amen. So we'll just, I'm just going to set that on the table and, and that is for you to decide. But the Lord has more to say about it. Also the sons of the stranger, verse six, that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants. Everyone keepeth the Sabbath, everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh hold of my covenant even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Are we seeing this? Are we getting this? Mm-hmm. So everyone who keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and take it hold of my covenant. You see the Sabbath, keeping the Sabbath is part of God's covenant with us. We break covenant when we break, when we break, uh, that particular, uh, that particular holy day. See, we celebrate the holy days or the holidays, excuse me, of the world. We keep the world system, but we forsake God's laws. We celebrate Valentine's Day. We celebrate 4th of July. We celebrate Memorial Day, Labor Day. We got people over here in our country that don't even know what these, what these holidays represent, but they celebrating. You don't even know what the day represents. 4th of July is not a day of independence for us. It's not even a real day of independence. It is a day of bondage and oppression. Do we not know our history? We need to read history. And people who come here from other nations, other countries who come to America and make a life here, 
we need to learn. You need to learn our history and our culture. You need to learn about our people over here who suffered and never received 40 acres and a mule. We need to learn history, the truth. We have to get back to truth, back to truth. The foundation of Christ is a foundation of truth. We're built on so many lies and so much deception, y'all. Listen to the spirit of God. We keep all these holidays. Thanks. We keep Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is a whoa. If you do the research on Christmas, you will find some stuff. And I don't have time to share it all with you right now. You know, but we forsake the scripture in uh, where the Lord talks about uh, uh, that, you know, the paganistic rituals of that day. He speaks about it in the word of God, how they cut down the tree with the axe and deck it with ornaments and all that stuff. And he's telling you right there plainly what's what's happening. But we why are we repeating their rituals? That's what I want to know. We say, oh, well, it means something different to us. It means that, you know, we're celebrating the birth of Christ and Jesus wasn't even born on December 25th. So what are we really, really celebrating? Oh, this day just represents the day that Christ was born. Okay, so if I just choose a day to represent the day that you were born and then attach a paganistic ritual to it and start offering to another God. And laying children up there and destroying children and making them pass through the fire. And making orgy parties and stuff, calling a sacrifice upon an altar to an unknown, evil, wicked deity called Satan. And attach it to a day that I'm celebrating your birth. How would you like it? How would you feel? How would you like it? That's what Jesus is saying. We have to get back to truth. We keep the the holidays of the world system, this pagan system. Uh, We have a man that's sitting over there in a seat of authority who denies the very deity of God. He is antichrist and his system is all through the world. The antichrist is already in the world. It is the system. It is the system. That is what we're doing that is hurting that's hurting God. But we don't we we keep their system and we keep their holidays and we keep their laws, but we do not obey the laws of God. He said, Oh, that my head were tears, my eyes were waters, that I may weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. They are slain. This is killing us. We're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. We have to wake up. Please wake up. Please wake up.
He said, also the sons of the stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants. Everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh hold of my covenant, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer, not my house of merchandise, my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer of all people. These are the words of Jesus. These are the same words of Jesus. We're not angry. We're not proud. We are fighting for justice. We're fighting for truth. We're fighting for the souls of our people. We're fighting for the true bride. We're fighting for the for the church. We are fighting for the body of Christ. You think this is something? That day that Jesus walked in that temple and drove those merchants out of the house, he whipped them, he beat them. This is nothing compared to him. Verse 8, the Lord God, which gathereth the outcasts of Israel, saith, yet will I gather others to him beside those that are gathered unto him. 9, all ye beasts of the field come to devour, yea, all ye beasts in the forest, his watchmen are blind, they are all ignorant, they are all dumb dogs that they cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yes, you may wake up at 5 a.m. And you may start your day in prayer. And you may go to the gym and work out. And you may go to work. And you may do all the things that make you productive in the day. But you are sleeping in the spirit. You are sleeping in the spirit. You are lying down. You are loving to slumber because you refuse to wake up to the true God. He is not this Mickey Mouse God. He is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven, the Lord of the armies. He is coming back as a lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah. We must prepare the people. We must prepare the people so so they can be strong. They that know, they that know their God shall be strong and shall do exploits. Verse twelve: Come ye, say they, I will fetch wine. They say, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow shall be as this day, and much more abundant. They think everything is just going to go on as it were. They think it's just going to go on as it were. God is trying to rescue us. He's trying to save us. He's trying to bless us. God is trying to bless us. He's trying to bless us. But we have to wake up. 
We have to wake up. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 58, uh, verse 13. It says, if thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, not holiday, holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and, sh and shall honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words, then shall thou delight thyself in the Lord. Then shall you delight yourself in the Lord. Now we're delighting in the Lord. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Amen. So he's saying, he's saying, keep the Sabbath day because this is my holy day. You know, we keep, we keep what we want to keep. For example, we have communion, you know, every first Sunday of the month, but we don't keep the Sabbath. We pick and choose what we want to, what we want to keep and what we don't want to keep. Or have we even thought about the fact that we're not keeping it and why we're not keeping it? Do you know that the Pope has blue laws? Blue laws that, that are going into effect in every country, every nation of the world. Many are already keeping these blue laws. And the main blue law and the main agenda that he's pushing is the keeping of Sunday worship. He wants everyone to worship on Sundays because Sunday, and he said this himself, this was his statement and you can find it online. I gave it to you in the message called Revelation. I will give it to you again. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig and bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Go to ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. That they know not that in keeping Sunday worship, they are worshiping the sun God, which is my God. This is what the man said. Do you not realize, look at their laws, look at, look at their laws, the, the laws of the papacy, the laws of the Vatican or the, the Roman Catholic church. Look at those laws. Just read them. Everything is right there. They are pretending to be Christ. They, are stand, they say that we stand in the stead of, of Christ or as God. We stand in the stead of God. They're copying God and mocking his law. They are changing the laws and the times of God. That's what they're doing. But we have not even considered this. 
we want to be Christians. Since you want to call yourself a Christian, why are we not following in the footsteps of Jesus? Have we examined the life of Jesus? Have we examined his, his way of doing things when he worshiped or went to the temple to teach and to worship? Have we examined how he prays? Have we examined his ministry? Because that's what we're supposed to be duplicating in the earth is the ministry of Christ. And we want to call ourselves Christians. When we're actually, (laughs) we're actually not even Christians at all. Maybe that's why we have this problem is because we've accepted the label of the Romans who put that name on us in order to identify us, to crucify and kill us. Jesus didn't give us that name. My God. Okay. Last scripture. We're going to go to Isaiah uh, 60 verse 1 through 5. We have to wake up. I speak in love. We have to wake up. The Lord is trying to get our attention. He's saying, awaken and arise. Verse 1, 60 and 1. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness to people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. God is trying to bless us, y'all. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about and see All they gather themselves together. They're gathering together. The world is watching us. They're watching us. Eventually, it's going to (laughs) eventually. Eventually, Christians are going to become the main uh, target in America. Watch it. Watch it. Christians are going to become the main target in America, just like it was in Rome. They're coming after Christians. Mark my words. Verse four, lift up thine eyes round about and see all they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Amen. So what is that saying? That's saying that they're coming to, they're coming, uh, to the people of God. They're coming. They're coming because they're watching us. And they're coming. When they come, they will come with persecution. You know, uh, we will be persecuted. But the truth... The power of the truth 
is going to consume the darkness of lies. There will be a clash, a collision between light and darkness. But I want to tell you that light will always prevail and it shall prevail. Because the heavens do rule. The truth shall always prevail over the lie. We will prevail. Victory will be given unto the saints of God. And the Gentiles shall become the sons and the daughters that this scripture is talking about. They shall be nursed at our side. They shall come and bow unto unto the saints of God, which they don't have to bow to us. They will bow to Jesus. They're coming. They will bow to Jesus. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, the father. And we will worship the Lord together. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto us. Amen. Glory be to God almighty. I'm going to give you one more scripture and then we're going to close just a word of encouragement. Because I believe this is a people, we are a people who want to obey the Lord. We're people who want to walk with God. Amos in uh, chapter 9. We're going to read verse 8 through 12. And then verse 14. It says, Behold, the eyes of the Lord God are upon the sinful kingdom. And I will destroy it from off the face of the earth, saving that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob. He will not utterly destroy, saith the Lord. For lo, I will command and I will sift the house of Israel among all nations, like as corn is sifted in a sieve. Yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, which say the evil shall not overtake nor prevent us. Verse 11, in that day, in that same day, (laughs) in that same day, yes, Lord, will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen and close up the breaches thereof. And I will raise up the ruins and I will build it as in the days of old that they may possess the remnant of Edom and of all the heathen, which are called by my name, saith the Lord that doeth this. 14. And I will bring again the captivity of my people of Israel, and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine thereof. They shall also make gardens and eat the fruit thereof. And I will plant them upon their land and they and they shall no more be pulled up out of their land, which I have given them, saith the Lord thy God. God says he's going to restore. He's going to raise up the tabernacle of David, the true spirit of worship. A man that is after my own heart. I will raise up the tabernacle of David that has fallen and I will close up the breaches 
I will seal up the holes. I will seal up the cracks in your broken vessels that are now unable to carry water. I will raise up the ruins and I will build it again as in the days of old. He says, you shall build cities, waste cities, because these cities will be wasted. That means that people are going to be so uh, demon possessed. They're going to lose everything they have. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. They're going to give up these houses. They're going to give up these lands. They're going to give up the wealth of the land, which belongs to the Lord in the first place. Because God said in the book of Psalms that the gold is mine and the silver is mine and the cattle upon a thousand hills. It belongs to me. If I were hungry, I would tell no man. So do not think that God's children will go hungry. We will not. We will not. We will no longer be oppressed by the systems of this world. But God is getting ready to restore. He says, I will restore the years that the canker worm and the palmer worm and the locust and the caterpillar has eaten off of your life. I will restore. I will restore. Receive that word. Just receive that right now. Just receive that right now. Just receive that word in your heart. Oh, but when the Lord comes to heal and to restore. The word of the Lord is a word that tears down. It is a word that destroys. It is a word that corrects. It is a word of sharpness, sharp rebuke. It is also a word that heals. It is a word that restores. It is a word that brings peace. Hallelujah. Will you hearken to the voice of the Lord today? Will you open your heart to hear the voice of the Lord today? Will you receive his word today? Will you be still and know that he is God today? Today. The Lord says, prepare. For there is a time coming of many wars. There will be wars. There will be wars. Not wars as in nation against nation, but wars of religion. There will be religious wars, saith the Lord. But only the word of the Lord shall stand. Only the word of truth shall stand. Only what you do for Christ shall stand. You are going to be able to stand. You will stand. You will stand. Masoko Rabasiti Rebe Shite.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word that you have released today. We thank you, Father, for the warning, for the preparation. We thank you, Father, for the encouragement. We thank you, Father, for the healing, for the correction. Yes, my Lord, the healing that comes through correction. We thank you, Father. We receive your word of truth, your word of correction. May it yield the peaceable fruits of righteousness in our lives. May we return unto you with our whole hearts, not rending our garments, but rending our hearts unto you. May the spirit of godly sorrow, which leads us to repentance, rest heavily upon every man, woman, and child in the body of Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may we return unto fasting and unto prayer and unto seeking the face of the Lord. May the women begin to weep and howl between the porch and the altar. May they begin to mourn and cry out and lament between the porch and the altar. He says, call ye for the wailing women and for the women that know how to make the tears come down. Hallelujah. For death is crept into our windows and our young men are slain in the streets. He says, call, consider and call, call, call for the wailing women. Wailing women. The wailing women. The mourning women, the cunning women. Let them make haste and take up a wailing for us that our eyes may run down with tears and our eyelids gush out with waters. For a voice of wailing is heard out of Zion. How are we spoiled? We are greatly confounded because we have forsaken the land, because our dwellings have cast us out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have forsaken you, Lord. We have sinned against you, Father, and we are sorry for our sin. Let your women begin to mourn and begin to cry out and begin to lament. Oh, yes, the women, the women, the women, the churches, the women. Yes, Lord. He said, my church, my women, my churches, my women. My churches, my women, let them make haste and take up a wailing for us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we have sinned against you, O God. Have mercy upon us and forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for our idolatry. Forgive us for partaking, O God, in the party of Baal who sought to put a curse on their children, O Lord. Forgive us, Father God, for for participating in their parties. Forgive us for participating, for serving and worshiping their idols. Forgive us for bowing down to their idols. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, 
Have mercy upon us. Bring us back into our own land. Bring us back into our own place of worship. Bring us back to the place of worship unto you and you alone. Let these temples of clay become temples and altars of worship unto you and you alone. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Have mercy and forgive us, Father, for the sin of our hearts, for the sin, O Father God, wherewith we have sinned and transgressed against you. Forgive us, Father God, for leaving our covering and leaving our first love and partaking, O Father God, in the falsehood, in the lies. O God, in the name of Jesus, have mercy upon our leaders, Father God, who have become false prophets who have become, oh, Father God, diviners for money. Father, have mercy and forgive us for we have sinned against you as the body of Christ. We have sinned against you, Father. Have mercy upon us, Lord. Have mercy upon our apostles, our prophets, our evangelists, our pastors, our teachers. Father God, for not edifying the body of Christ correctly, for not holding up the head correctly, for not maturing the body of Christ. Have mercy upon us, Father, for not teaching the whole truth. Have mercy upon us for being slowful. Have mercy upon us for being lukewarm. Have mercy upon us for being mediocre in the name of Jesus. Father God, forgive us, Lord, for spiritual plagiarism. Forgive us, Father, for being a copy and paste church. Father God, instead of being the ministry of Christ in the earth, Forgive us, Father God, for not being a beacon of light, for not being a beacon of hope, for not being, Father God, the salt that you called us to be, Lord. Father God, our salt has lost its savor. Father, we repent now in the name of Jesus. We cry out and beseech you for mercy, Father God, that we may carry your power once again. Oh God, we commit, we recommit and rededicate our lives unto you. We submit ourselves unto you wholly and completely. We surrender and submit our vessels unto you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. Oh, Lord God, we resist the devil on every hand. Steadfast in our faith that he will flee far away from us according to your very word. Oh, beat down every one of our foes before our faces in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Scatter the power of hell and darkness. Uh, Let them be utterly consumed by your fire, the fire of your Holy Spirit. Uh, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, uh, every spirit that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, may the angel of destruction chase them down uh, and utterly cut them off in their own wickedness. Uh, Let them be taken in their own snares. Uh, Let them fall into their own pits. Uh, Let them hang upon their own gallows. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we send swift judgment and swift destruction upon the powers of hell and darkness, upon every demonic spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we cancel your every assignment, your every plot, your every plan, your every strategy, your every agenda, every anti 
Antichrist agenda. We disannul it. We rend it to pieces. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we cancel it out. It shall not prosper. It shall not come to pass. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we overthrow and overturn every unrighteous decree, every unrighteous law. In the name of Jesus, and we decree the laws of heaven in the earth. We decree the laws of righteousness. We decree the laws of justice. We we decree the laws of truth, the laws of holiness in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We decree the kingdom come into the earth and rule and reign forever in Jesus' mighty name. Cast all our sins away into the depths of the sea of forgetfulness, Father. Blot out all of our transgressions for your name's sake. Remove our iniquities as far away from us as the east is from the west. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And saturate us in the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Saturate us in the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. Saturate us in the blood of Christ Jesus that was shed for us for the remission of our sins and for the redemption of our souls. Saturate us in that blood. From the top of our head to the soles of our feet, Father. Oh, Lord God, saturate every part of our being, spirit, soul, and body. In Jesus' mighty name, wash us in the blood. Cleanse us thoroughly from all filthiness of flesh and spirit. Cleanse us thoroughly from all sin and all unrighteousness. Cleanse us thoroughly from all lust and all perversion. Cleanse us thoroughly from all falsehood and all lies. Wash and purge our subconscious minds. Uproot every evil seed, demonic seed that was sown. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let it be utterly plucked up and consumed. Let the fire of the living God consume it. Let the fire of the living God consume the unfruitful works of darkness that are lurking in each and every subconscious mind and in the depths of every heart. In the name of Jesus, we command you to come out. We are calling souls out of darkness into God's marvelous light that they may show forth his praise in the land of the living. We decree deliverance and healing to the body of Christ. We decree that every prison door shall swing open and the and the captive shall be set free in the name of Jesus you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free the truth makes you free now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Satan loose these souls for the Lord has need of them I call you out I command you to come up out of there in the name of Jesus come up out from among them and be ye separate unto the Lord, unto the King of Kings, unto the Lord of Lords. The Lord of hosts fights for us. The Lord of hosts musters the battle. Hallelujah to the King of glory. We thank you and we give you praise. We thank you and we give you praise. Ah, Masokorobosha. Thank you, Father. Mm. We decree, Father God, 
No more abortions. No more spiritual abortions. We shall begin to birth a new thing. We shall begin to birth ministries of Christ in the earth. We shall begin to birth the kingdom into the earth. In the name of Jesus, only kings. I command royalty to be birthed into the earth. Kings are coming forth in the name of Jesus. Kings are coming forth in the mighty name of Christ Jesus, our Lord and sovereign king. Father, we thank you for ears to hear, eyes to see, mouths to speak and declare your word in the land of the living. And you shall decree a thing and it shall be established in Jesus mighty name. Wherever the word of the king is, there is power. He says unto you, where the word of the king is, there is power. Rise up in power. Rise up in power. Rise up and sit down upon your seat of authority in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. Arise and sit down. Sit down, arise and sit down. Arise and sit down. Enter into your rest. Your rest is a seat of authority in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. Far above all principality and power. Far above all rulers of darkness of this world. Far above all spiritual wickedness in high places. Far above all things in the earth. Far above all things under the earth. Far above all things. Far above all. Far above all. May your spirit begin to ascend. May your spirit rise up and ascend. He said arise and shine. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. And the light shall shine forth out of Zion. And you shall be my people. And I shall be your God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. We close this meeting, Father God, knowing that if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, that we have our petition. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for finished work. We declare it is done and it is finished. In Jesus' mighty name, we will never go back. We will never go back. We will never go back. I see many who are coming out of the valley of decisions. Many are coming out of the valley of decisions. You shall not be able to dwell in the valley of decisions. But many are coming out. This is a time of decisions. 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 And preparation. 
He said, decide and prepare. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. And with Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. You'll get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity X5 and the best wireless coverage on the most reliable network with Xfinity Mobile. Plus, for a limited time, ask how to get $400 off an eligible Samsung 5G phone. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. Samsung offer ends 915. 5G only in parts of select cities. Adventure and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze, you make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Decide and prepare. Thank you, Father, for your living word of truth. Be glorified and magnified therein. Grace your people. Strengthen us to do your will. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. There's no better feeling than grilling out. And there's no better place than Ace to get the best grill for you and your family. We have the hottest grills from top brands like Big Green Egg, Traeger, and Weber. And since our stores are locally owned and we're committed to helping our neighbors, we'll also assemble and deliver your grill for free. Around the block, what you need in stock with people who know their grills. Offer valid for Ace Rewards members through September 7th on grills and accessories $3.99 and up. See participating stores for scheduling or exclusions. Sometimes in business, the unexpected comes calling. But even in, I'm going to say it, unprecedented times, don't bounce back. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig, with the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks, and with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Be fast, be flexible, be ready for what's next, and bounce forward. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com to learn more.